Hello and a very warm welcome back to my dear listeners. This is your host Sharmishta back with episode number three of the story Fear. I waited for Ruma to continue her story. Not that ghosts and spirits were of much interest to me, but I was quite curious to know what happened next. Ruma looked at me. Uncle, before I continue my story, I'd like to give you a general outline of my uncle's and his neighbor's house. I nodded, wondering how that was going to contribute to the story. She must have guessed my thoughts. She dropped her voice and said, It's important. Okay, as I was saying, my uncle has quite a big house, double-storied, a huge courtyard. On one side of the courtyard lie bales of paddy, rice, wheat, and on other side has the cutting machine. There is a nice little temple built in the courtyard. Now, my uncle's neighbor, Dottobabu, he and his family stay in Calcutta and visit the village just once a year. Their house is just beside my uncle's. Empty house, but naturally, all the windows and doors are always shut except for the time they visit. And do you know, uncle, their courtyard has a temple dedicated to the goddess Chinnamosta. In spite of myself, I shuddered slightly. Goddess Chinnamasta, that form of goddess Kali who had cut off her own head and one who demands sacrifice. <coughs> Ruma, who worships Devi Chinnamasta inside a home? I mean, no one usually does that. A tiny fault in her worship and her wrath is unleashed. Exactly my point, uncle. My aunt told me that on two occasions, Dottobabu's family members had failed to light an evening lamp or something. And on both occasions, there were two deaths in the village. Two brothers, one drowned in the pond nearby and another was bitten by a snake. And on both these nights, that ominous call was heard from the forests. Much as I was a non-believer in such matters, I was very intrigued. What happened next, Ruma? Yes, also, Dottobabu's house has a sacrificial altar close to that temple. You know, auntie says, even now, sometimes late into the night, bells can be heard clanging, drums beating, and sacrificial mantras being chanted. But no one can be seen around that courtyard of Tattubabu's house. I was listening to Ruma with a bewildered expression on my face. Did such things exist even now? In this age of science and urban, where was our society still stuck? Ruma's voice interrupted my thoughts. Shall I continue, uncle? Ah, yes, yes. Please do. What happened then with your brother? Well, that day he took the injured boy to the hospital and also gave a piece of his mind to Kiri. A few days later, Nantuda had a wedding arrangement to look into. He had left early that morning and had promised to return by noon. But he didn't. 
we became worried. And when noon turned to evening and Nantuda still hadn't returned, you can imagine what was happening inside our home. My younger brother Pintu then went in search of Nantuda. He returned late at night. Without Dada. Ma, Dada is not there at the wedding house. No one knows where he went. What do you mean, Pintu? Where did he go? I don't know. People saw him last around 8 o'clock. Then two men came and called him out. Apparently, they spoke with Dada for a while and then Dada went off with them. Nantu did not return home that night. The entire family sat awake, worried sick. What had happened to Nantu? The two men who had come in search of him at the wedding house had called him outside. Nantu, you have to come with us immediately. Someone has been burned badly. Stove burst. Nantu immediately left whatever he was doing and accompanied the two men to the house where the accident had occurred. On the way he asked them, I hope the burn victim is still alive and who has been burnt? One of the men spoke hesitatingly. It's uh, Giri. Giri? Why didn't you tell me earlier? Nantu, we are sorry. Given your equation with Giri, we thought, uh, well, if we told you it's her, you may not have agreed to come. Nantu remained silent. They reached Giri's house in a short while. Nantu entered first. He nearly gagged. The smell of kerosene smoke and burnt flesh was horrible. Taking out his handkerchief from his pocket, he tied it around his nostrils and walked in. The whole room was filled with smoke. He saw Giri lying in a corner, her face burnt beyond recognition. Her hair a charred mass, her neck raw. She was still alive. Nantu turned to the men. We have to take her to the hospital. Now, go to Ganesh, tell him I need his jeep. One of the men brought in the jeep after about half an hour. Nantu stood up. Let's go. Come on, pick her up. Both the men stood silently. What? Do as I say, pick her up. Nantu, we won't touch her. In fact, no one in the village will. Nantu glared at them for a moment. Without another word, he lifted Giri onto his lap and walked out towards the jeep. Laying her carefully in the front seat, he climbed into the driver's seat himself. He laid Giri's head on his lap and started the vehicle. The road was bumpy and totally deserted. Giri's head kept slipping off his lap. And each time it did, Giri screamed in pain. It was an effort on Nantu's part to steer with one hand and hold Giri's head with the other. Giri's burn wounds were oozing out sticky fluids by now. His hands, his clothes were getting soiled with those. Nantu was fighting not to throw up. So horrible was the stench all around. Giri in the meanwhile was struggling to breathe. Nantu stopped the jeep. Giri, Giri, look at me. Hang on. Hang on. I'll get you to the hospital. Nothing will happen to you. Trust me. Her face charred, but her eyes were alive. Even in the darkness, Giri's eyes were like burning coal. 
and she looked up at Nantu with hatred. So searing was her look that for a moment Nantu looked away. Her voice came feebly. Nantu. <laughs> Don't worry. Giri won't die. Giri will live. Giri will die the day she kills you. I will kill you, Nandu. <laughs> Nandu drove on as fast as he could. At the hospital, he told the doctor, Take care of her. I will pay for her hospital bills. Nandu drove home slowly. He was exhausted and was suddenly feeling very ill. Bouts of nausea kept coming. His head was feeling heavy. What will be Nandu's fate? Giri's ominous words and her promise. Let's see what happens next as I return soon with the next episode. Till then.